The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All are welcome. We're glad you found us. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Move through blocks and fulfill your passion and purpose. This is Stop Stopping Yourself with your host, Vincent Jenna. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. And I'm so glad that you joined me today on this very other hot day over here in Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, It's unbelievable the way the temperature has been going. And um, I don't even have to worry about dieting uh, because all I have to do is stand outside for a little bit. Yesterday, I was helping um, somebody that I had hired to cut my bushes. I was cutting them too, and I lost four pounds. Now, of course, I know that that's fluid, but I don't care. Mentally, it's letting me know I lost weight. So um, this heat is unbelievable. And talking about heat, we're going to be talking with the person. Uh, My special guest today is laughing right now. I am sure when I even mention the word heat, uh, because she comes from Scottsdale, Arizona, and I don't have the right to complain about heat because I believe Arizona invented heat. Um, and and we'll, we'll talk about that with her. But I'm, I'm glad you all joined me today because of my special guest. But before I bring on Kathleen, I do want to just make a couple of announcements. <laughs> Here is what I'm really excited about. Not only am I doing a special event this weekend, but it's in Seattle, Washington. And the highest temperature over there right now is 82 degrees. My wife said we have to bring jackets for the nighttime. I am so excited. Uh, my blood thickness can get back to its normal level again. But yes, I am going to be in Seattle at the East West Bookshop. It is one of the biggest metaphysical mecca Uh, places in Washington, in the state of Washington. And I I hope to see you there Uh, Friday evening from 7 until 9 p.m. I am making connections for people. I'm doing mediumship demonstrations. And, And the one thing that I can say that I feel pretty blessed about is the way I do my mediumship connections. Uh, Yes, I'm an evidential medium. But because of my background, because of my emotions and passions, I am able to feel uh, deceased uh, and loved ones' 
their emotions and their feelings and what they're going through. And it helps me to bring that part of them alive again for the person I'm making the connection for. Uh, I thin the veil quite thinly. I, uh, the greatest compliment that I have received during my demonstrations is I felt like my mother, my partner, my lover was alive again. And, and uh, besides hearing and seeing uh, all uh, of their, their individual traits and, and who they are, that feeling the emotional part is really important. So I'm really thrilled. So, so if you've never been to one of my mediumship demonstration events, please join me at the East West Bookshop, um, and that's in Seattle. And then Saturday morning from 10.30 to 2.30, I am going to be teaching everybody how to open up their own psychic and mediumship abilities, and everybody can. And that's that's the whole thing. We're all intuitive. We all have had experiences and maybe some that we're aware of and others that we chalk off and that our left brain thinking talks us out of. Uh, Maybe we felt our deceased loved one there with us by our sides talking to us. Uh, And sometimes we accept that and a lot of times we don't. But whatever your experience level is from having absolutely no experience to being the best pro, it's always advantageous to, to soup up and, and tune in and tune up your abilities by taking a class. And um, I also pride myself on the, the ability that I have to teach others. So join me Saturday and then all the rest of the day on Saturday and all day Sunday, I'm doing private readings and sessions, 30-minute sessions for everybody. And you can go to my website at vincentjenna.com, G-E-N-N-A.com, and see all the events that I'm doing. And, and of course, uh, one of the ones that I'm, I'm most excited about is going out to Scottsdale, Arizona in September. I've talked about this quite a bit to the uh, Soul Summit Scottsdale, uh, which is going to be amazing. We have got John Holland there, Suzanne Giesman, um, Howard Martin from HeartMath, um, Suzanne Wilson, unbelievable luminaries and and experts in the field of raising your vibrations, living a life of a higher vibration. Uh, We've talked about what that meant and what that means. Um, And certainly if you want to manifest things in your life, if you want to create the life you desire and deserve and fulfill your dreams, you've got to put the work in. And some of that work is reading, uh, going to the summits and and workshops to hear and experience higher vibrational information so that you can expand your knowledge and your belief systems. And in actuality, all we're doing is waking up what's already inside you. That's all we're doing. We were all created from the same source, from the same being, and we were created in its image with all its knowledge. But in order to know 
what we have within us, we have to experience it. We have to hear it. We have to be in touch with it. And there's only one way of doing that. I mean, certainly uh, you can watch TV and you can watch uh, Grey's Anatomy or New Amsterdam or any of the television shows. And yes, you'll get some enjoyment from them, but it's only going to be waking up your humor or your thought process. It's not necessarily going to wake up your soul, depending upon what you're watching now. But going to one of these summits and and, uh, experiencing several different people and their understandings and what they've experienced and their expertise is certainly going to touch that wisdom and knowledge that lays dormant possibly with inside of you. And even if you're an expert yourself, once again, when I was a practicing psychotherapist, Uh, In order to maintain my license, I was required to take continuing education credits. And the reason why I needed to do that is to constantly keep my skills sharp and toned um, and also to add any new information that they may come up with, right? So what do we do in our lives when we want to continue growing and when we want to be on a spiritual journey like I've been talking about? Well, that's what you do. You go and you take some classes. You go and you do some extra reading. You go and you hear somebody else say maybe something you already know, but you're going to hear it said in a different way. Uh, so it's so worth it, and um, and especially this experience is going to be fabulous. So so on that, then, I would like to introduce one of the producers of that event that I'm I'm so thrilled to uh, know, and. Um, Actually, she graduated from the University of Minnesota and then made her home from Minnesota all the way out to Scottsdale, Arizona. I can almost understand that transition Um, going from the ice cold, snowy weather all the way out into where it's nice and dry, but hot. And um, she was as a 20 years as a human resource director for small and mid-sized companies in, in the Phoenix area. Um, as well as in London, London, Ontario. Um, um, and, and what she then did from there is she founded Sundance. Sundance is an organization that she created uh, to be able to bring visibility, growth, expansion, and success for small businesses, speakers, authors, wellness professionals. We're going to really talk about her inspiration in creating that and finding that um, and developing that because that's what she does to, to such a successful extreme right now. But she was also an international competitive swimmer um and that i really want to know how you go from swimming like that internationally um and then getting into this line of work bringing luminaries to the forefront uh, of the public and then on top of that she had been oh my gosh for 15 years i believe it was that she was taking care of Um, her dad's terminal cancer. She was a caregiver for both her parents. And so uh, without uh, further ado, I want to introduce everyone. And thank you so much for taking the time out of your incredibly busy schedule. Um, Kathleen Malone, welcome to the Stop Stopping Yourself show. How are you today, hon? 
I am great. Thank you so much for inviting me on, Vincent. I am just honored to be with you, and I love hearing your voice. Thank you. Oh, gosh. Well, you know, it's it's not just my voice. I need people to, to hear who you've worked with before in your Sundance productions and the work that you've done. Now, amazingly, uh, presidential candidate Marianne Williamson, you've had a chance to work with, uh, Greg Braden, Dr. Joe Dispenza, Dr. Michael Beckwith, Don Miguel Ruiz, Dan Millman, Gene Houston, Carolyn Sutherland, holy cow, uh, Suzanne Giesman, and now I'm thrilled to be on that list, Vincent Jenna. Um, so that is just amazing. That is just amazing that you got there. And so we're going to want to know how you got there. But start from the beginning, Kathleen. You know, what really got your interest in life when you first started to go out there and pursue your dreams? What, there, there are several things, Vincent, that were influential in all of this. You know, being a competitive swimmer, that is about, you know, four hours in the pool and two hours of, of dry land and um, just continual working out. But the biggest part about being an athlete is mindset. And you can have your stroke techniques down and you can do all of the work and you can swim 10 miles a day and sprint and, and swim distances, but the mindset is the biggest part of it. And I didn't realize that until after my dad's cancer diagnosis, um, a, an inoperable bile duct tumor that um, the, um, the oncologist at a very well-known clinic said, you know, do chemo or die. And I, he was 83 at the time, and what I realized about it was he didn't want to do chemo. They threatened him with, uh, with reporting him to the insurance company for noncompliance. And so I started searching. I asked for a couple of weeks uh, and said that we had to travel, which we did not. But I got a couple of weeks where I got to look into this and I got to look at how our mind and our emotions and everything plays into our physical and emotional well-being. And so it, it just sort of uh, evolved where I moved back from Canada and knew that I didn't want to go back to corporate America again. And my friend, Dr. Teresa Ramsey, who is a top doc in, um, in Arizona, naturopath, said, well, why don't you promote my book? And I said, well, I don't know the first thing about promoting books, but I'll give it a shot. And um, the next thing we knew, we had her as a regular guest on, on one of the most popular morning shows in, the, in Arizona as a medical expert. And things just sort of went on from there. And then she did a, an educational cruise with Caroline Sutherland, who is a medical intuitive and Louise Hayes health coach at the time and a Hay House author, best-selling author of the Body Knows series. And pretty soon it was uh, just word of mouth. I didn't even have a business at the time or an LLC or a website. And it just sort of grew from there. And I just fell in love with the idea of consciousness, conscious awakening, what we can accomplish with it, how we can heal our bodies, how cancer is a wake-up call, how, how we can uh, do such extraordinary things when we, like you said, do the work. But it doesn't have to be work. It can be fun shops like heart math and things like that that really propel us into our soul's journey. 
Well, that sounds absolutely amazing. I I would like to go back a little bit further, okay? And um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> were you always, like, we go back to the competitive swimming. You said you're an athlete. <laughs> I um, mm-hmm. totally respect you. I'm not an athlete. I always called myself an athletic supporter, though. Um, <laughs> just so that you know, terrible. Um, only because I was being picked on every time I did well in sports, the kids would beat me up in school because they were mad at me. Uh, so, yeah. what, what, were you always a swimmer? Did you grow up around? Usually, there has to be water around a pool nearby, something like that. That kids go in the water all the time. How did you start out being a swimmer? Well, our front yard was a lake. You know, I come from the land of 10,000 lakes, which um, just to just to inter, just to throw in a little a little nugget here. The last winter that I was there before we moved to Scottsdale, we had 90 below wind chills up there. So I moved down here uh. to uh, to 118. But anyway, I grew up on I grew up on lakes. And so if we weren't water skiing, we were swimming. And wow. a friend of mine in sixth yeah, a friend of mine in sixth grade said, you know, there's a there's a team at the YWCA. We should we should try out. And I said, oh, no, you know, I I don't want to. And um, she kind of goaded me into it. And we both went down and tried out. And that was the beginning of, you know, weekends and, and my parents driving us to workouts. And, and just it was a lifestyle. It became a lifestyle then. That wow, and you're you're absolutely right. Plus, you have to have, and not everybody is born with this, Kathleen. You have to have the right mindset, like you were talking about earlier, and passion for it. Um, my my daughter in law's brother is a swimmer, and now he's a swim coach in different parts of the world. Um, uh, and and so I always saw his dedication to it. Plus, when I was going to UNC. Uh, in Chapel Hill, they had a swim team there, and my good friend's girlfriend was on the swim team. And the practice and the dedication that you need right there is saying something about who you are. Don't you think so? Well, it, it does take a huge commitment. And, you know, when other kids are, are out with their friends or at prom or at homecoming or at football games, uh, we're in the water. And uh, my sister and I trained at the Fort Lauderdale Swimming Hall of Fame each winter with the University of Minnesota men's swim team when we were in junior high. And so we were very committed. Uh, we, we had fun with it, and we developed lifelong friendships in, in, uh, in the swimming program uh, throughout all of those years. So, so it, there was it, a, it is a, yeah. a real commitment. It's a commitment, and it sounds like that with your experiences, um, it also helps to build some of your self-esteem and self-confidence. Wouldn't you say so? It absolutely did, but you brought up a good point. I, I was also you know, made fun of for my green hair and for being so uh, lanky and, and skinny from, from all the working out. You know, I was you know, pure muscle, but... Uh, people did. There were a few people who didn't like the idea that um, that I was having tremendous success with it, which is um, which is always interesting. So that is interesting because it didn't necessarily. Yes, it hurt, and just like I I recall even the torment, some of the torment that I went through when I was younger. But for some reason. I didn't stop. I didn't stop my attitude about that I'm meant to do something or be something. 
And it sounds like you had some of the same attitude because then you went from there. Okay, so so you obviously you went to school. What made you get into corporate America? Uh, I was coaching and teaching um, in in Minnesota, and my ex husband said to me, "I'm we're going to move to Arizona now." And we were my parents had gifted us a home after our, after our wedding and our marriage, and um, he had found he had been recruited by a, a, a company down here to move, and so I just gave it all up. I gave up my teaching, I gave up my coaching. And uh, and we moved down here, and the, the next best thing, I mean, coaches and swimmers are a dime a dozen down here, um, and I don't mean to undercut that. I just mean that there are a lot, and I didn't have the uh, the background coming from Minnesota to do what I wanted to do down here, so I just went into corporate America, and as a swim coach, as a high school and college swim coach, it was easy for me to get into human resources because... That's all about coaching and and human relations, and I had a lifetime of that. I mean, one of the things that that developed early on in my sister and I and in our swimming friends is that ability to get along with adults and everyone because we're all together all of the time. A lot of kids can't communicate on that level. No, you're absolutely right. Um, That was actually... One of my greatest traits is since I was a little kid, I identified more with the adults than I did with my own age. And I would always get into conversations with adults and never had a, a difficult time with that. Uh, yes, I was made fun of. Yes, my uncle nicknamed me the little professor. Um, yes, it would earn me a, you know, a couple of slaps to the side of my head for getting involved uh, from my parents, but it didn't matter But because uh, I just felt the ability to get along with them better. It was just more of an, I guess, an innate thing. You know, part of my personality, it sounds like it was part of your personality too. And especially when kids do pick on us, where are we going to go for our validation and approval? We tend to go to the adults more than, right? Because they don't pick on us the same way, other than my uncle. Um, But that was jokingly, right? Right? So we wind up, so it pushes us in a direction. Kind of wonder then, it always begs the question of, was this part of your plan? Um, which which would be really interesting. So you did corporate America, um, and then you said you were talking about um, going to uh, Ontario, Canada. When when exactly did you do that? Was that in the middle of corporate America work? That was at the end of my corporate career. That's when I came back from Canada after being the VP of Human Resources and um, and the operations manager of a printing company up there. Uh, I came back, and that's when I, I just I had decided, you know what, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I got to do something else. And I had a huge uh, background in process management and lean thinking, and so I thought I'd try to apply that to small businesses and and consult. And that lasted about three years, and that's when Dr. Uh, Dr. Ramsey said, you know what, this is what's going to make you happy, and it did, and it did. Promoting her book helping healers, and somehow I got um, wrapped up in the psychic and mediumship world, which I just adore, and then the Afterlife Conference came along, and it's just it's just sort of all fallen into place, whether that's a soul contract or, or not, I don't know. 
That's really interesting. When something falls into place, could that be, and this is for people out there listening, um, when things fall into alignment, come into alignment and fall into place the way I say, is that a matter of us manifesting it alone or is that us following our plan, our blueprint and things are able to fall into place, which is really interesting. So, so you you jumped from Scottsdale to Ontario to Canada, but what brought you into Canada? Uh, a friend of mine uh, asked me to come up and do a, a consulting job for ten days, and that ten days turned into four years. And wow! So I was very fortunate. I, I and I would, it was fabulous up there. I owned a home. It was absolutely amazing. I would, I would do it again. Only next time, I wouldn't leave. <laughs> oh, you want to stay in Ontario, huh? Did, what was the yeah. di- well? Yeah. Other than the weather, I, I've got to say this: your body temperature. You must be the most incredible thermostat because if you were able to adjust from Minnesota to Scotts to Arizona, and then from Arizona to Ontario, and then from Ontario back down to Arizona, I cannot, <laughs> you're amazing. I mean, <laughs> why? It's what? amazing what we do. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, go ahead. It's, it's amazing what we do when we have to. I mean, it took a while for my blood to thin, to, you know, bulk up, and it took a while for my blood to thin out. <laughs> so wow. you, just, you just do what you have to do. And if it weren't, wasn't for a pool down here, I probably wouldn't stay. And um, up there, it was pretty mild in, in Ontario con- uh, compared to Minneapolis. And I also went to the University of Minnesota in Duluth up on Lake Superior, which is three hours north of Minneapolis, which was really cold. Wow. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that is amazing. That That is amazing. I know. I, I wouldn't mind a little of that. I certainly wouldn't like all of that. I don't want 92 degrees below zero wind chill factors. But I also don't want 115 degrees. Um, I'm glad we're doing this in September, even though I know it's still going to be warm there. Um, I always thought that it was really funny when people said that you know, I, I understand health issues. A lot of people move to Arizona because of health issues, because of the lack of humidity over there. Humidity can cause a lot of aches and pains in people who suffer from arthritis uh, or, or joint and uh, pains like that. So I understand that completely. Uh, but people are always telling me, oh, don't worry about the heat in Arizona. It's dry. And I always respond back. So is an 1800 watt hair dryer and my oven. Um, I wouldn't sit in either of them or blow the hairdryer in my face all day long. Um, we drove through during our honeymoon. My aunt lived in Lake Havasu in Arizona. We went to visit her. And while we were there, we had my wife's Datsun B210, which is hysterical if people can remember that. And all the weather stripping around her windows completely melted and bubbled up um, mm-hmm. around all four of the of the windows of the car. It was hysterical. We knew it was really hot there. <laughs> so, um, so what was it about Canada that you love so much? And oh, don't hold that question. Hold that question because we're 
coming up to a commercial break. And when we come back, I, I want to hear what you did love about Canada, but I need to hear the work that you put in in creating an event. You know, people think it's just a matter of getting a bunch of people together and speaking, but I know there's much more than that. So I want to thank everybody for joining us today on the Stop Stopping Yourself show. I am your host, Vincent Jenna, with special guest Kathleen Malone. Come on back and we'll see you on the other side of the commercial break. Thank you for joining us today. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. If you've been inspired by the programming on Unity Online Radio, we hope you will give your support so others may be inspired too. This online radio network depends on the support of listeners like you to continue operating and expand its outreach. Go to unityonlineradio.org and click on Donate today. Here's a Unity Teachable Moment with Dr. Wayne Dyer, taken from a live lecture at a Celebrate Your Life event in 2014. Just pay attention. Just start to recognize the miraculousness of every moment and everything that shows up in your life and even the fact that that you can take a breath and that who you are is here now at this time in an infinity that has no beginning and no end that you showed up pay attention notice the trees notice the clouds and as Maslow said see the unfolding of God in everyone that you encounter pay attention know that this world that you're in this physical body that you're in is not who you are at all pay attention to find out about a celebrate your life event in 2019 visit celebrateyourlife.com hello this is andrew harvey and i'd like to invite you to join me next february on a pilgrimage to the artistic historical and spiritual soul of north india or journey to the Sacred Heart of Sri Lanka with us next March and explore the healing depths of Buddhist traditions, meditation and art. Both are trips for mind, body and spirit. Learn more at sacredearthjourneys.ca Would you like to show your support for Unity Online Radio? You can donate easily on your phone by texting the word VOICE to 50555 and donate $10 to support Unity Online Radio. It's easy to do, and your offering will help us keep inspirational and positive programming on the air. Remember, just text the word VOICE to 50555 and support your favorite shows on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Discover the wisdom of Charles Fillmore and other legendary Unity teachers with Reverend Bob Brock and Unity Classic Radio. Every Tuesday at 12 p.m. Central, Bob shares original radio transcripts from the Unity Archives with truth students worldwide. Explore these timeless teachings and learn how to apply them to your life today. Listen live or on demand. You can also connect with Reverend Bob on his Unity in Action Facebook page. Tune in every Tuesday here on UnityOnlineRadio.org.
Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Welcome back to Stop Stopping Yourself with Vincent Jenna. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. Yes, it is the Stop Stopping Yourself show. I am your host, Vincent Jenna, and we are here um, with Kathleen Malone, who is the founder and the CEO and the person in charge and the creative one and the one who works so friggin' hard for Carefree Sundance Productions. And uh, we're going to talk about that. Um, I I know I said I wanted to bring up um, why you like liked Canada so much, but I definitely want to come back. And uh, we do have a caller. Caller, hang in there. Um, I'm going to get to you in just one moment. Uh, but but let's let's jump there, Kathleen, for a second. Um, what was it about Canada that, and Ontario especially that you enjoyed? Well, in London, Ontario, I had never lived in a, a small town except when I was in school in Duluth, Minnesota. And the small town feeling was, was amazing. Canada nice. I'm from Minnesota nice, but Canada nice is, is on steroids. And um, it was just a very, very sweet time uh, to be up there and to be running a company and to providing employment for, for people in, in the city. And um, it was just a, a magical experience. All around. Well, that is wonderful. Would you say that that has helped you, that experience, as well as all of your experience, has helped you with the work that you do today in Sundance Productions? Absolutely. Uh, Living in different cultures, living in different places, and you know, taking a leap of faith after a one-week consulting job to say yes, I'll move. I'll move. You know, 2,200 miles away from from my home uh, to 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 help run this company. It's it's all it's all a leap of faith. And um, again, probably a soul contract, probably a um, meant to be. It, it was definitely meant to be the way that it happened. How about a high vibration life choice? Would you say you that know, it I, was? Yeah. Go ahead. Go what were you going to say? I'm sorry. Well, it, you know it. These things, I, I will say that I've also had my lows, and I, I recognize that when I have my lows, it's because I'm not doing my work, I'm not present, I don't have both oars in the water, and I don't have them facing in the proper direction to get the most amount of water to push. And so I recognize along, along the way with some, with some very difficult situations for not being present and for not paying attention and for not having the faith that I've always had. When I, the moment I, I, I forget who I am and what I'm doing and I just allow you know, the, the world to just sort of push me around, I had some rough times. And it was the moment that I turned around and took back control and did my work, did my, my uh, heart coherence work and I did my prayer work and I surrounded myself with the right people, and I took the time to really examine things, especially when my dad was diagnosed with, you know, inoperable cancer and given 12 weeks to live. It was, it was you know, these are the wake-up calls that make us look around and say, okay, what do I need to change? And so that's, that's what, um, what living in, in London did. And then we lost our business up there, which was a huge huge issue, um, obviously, and moving back kind of with our tail between our legs, 
but it was it was worth every every second say you said a couple of things that are very important but i need to point out something right there it's what you do with those lows kathleen you made the choice to continue and to stop stopping yourself, right? Whatever sabotaging, mm-hmm. whatever blocks that you had, you made the choice to do something about it. Because a lot of times people say it's the circumstance that changes you. No, it's the circumstance that gives you the opportunity to make a choice one way or the other. There are so many people who have been through the same lows or even worse or even less, Kathleen, than you may have been through, but didn't make the choices you made and and went in a different direction. And I love that. And I want to talk more about that. And you said something um, during the break about why it's so advantageous going to these workshops and stuff. But if I can, before we go there, I'd love to take this call. So you're going to hold on to those thoughts, right, Kathleen? Of course, yes. Great. And and let's go to the phone right now. We have Parisa is on the air, and I hope I'm saying that right. Um, uh, Parisa, thank you for joining us on the Stop Stopping Yourself show. How can I help you today? Hi, Vincent. Hi, Kathleen. Uh, thank you so much for taking my call. Uh, I'm so happy uh, to talk to you. Appreciate it. Oh, absolutely, hon. So, so how can either one of us help you today? Well, uh, okay, I, I don't know uh, where to start because uh, uh, I'm now in this point of my life that um, I feel stuck and uh, uh, don't know how to turn around things. Uh, and that actually uh, includes all areas of my life, my health, my, uh, my work, uh, my finances, my relationships. And uh, I've been trying and uh, searching for solutions and um, applying different things. Um, it improved a little bit, uh, but then... Uh, I find myself in the same situation, and it's really frustrating. And I, I'm aware that uh, we are vibrational beings, and we uh, create uh, our realities and experiences. Um, I'm consciously aware of it, but um, I don't know what I'm doing at the subconscious level. And uh, I've been trying to uh, to find uh, the real problem. Uh, unfortunately, I haven't been able to, and it was a few weeks ago uh, that I discovered you, and I was so fascinated by you and what you do, and since then, I've been listening to you, I've been following your shows, and um, it's amazing, um, so it was like a door of hope opened to me, mm. and uh, so I wanted to talk to you and uh, see what... Um, guidance you have for me or what do you okay. see in me? All right, Parisa. All right. That's fair. I will, I will tell you this. Um, you were probably divinely sent here to this show because you just spoke in a nutshell 
what every other person's problem is on the face of the earth that is in the same situation as you. Exactly that. I'm, I've taken classes. It's, it's actually the premise of my book, God, It's Not Working, uh, because yeah. people will take those classes and, and they do all sorts of things. They try to learn new things and they still end up saying, God, it's not working. Um, and I, what part of the country do you live in, Parisia? I live in Maryland. You live in Maryland. Okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah. All right. So here is the thing. You're an extremely intelligent person. I am picking this up intuitively, very intellectual, but you've been a student all your life. And what I mean by that is you're taking on the learning. And so being a professional student, you keep taking the learning, but not necessarily have had a chance to really apply it all um and Mm -hmm. and yeah and taking on academic knowledge Mm -hmm. uh, like math and science and biology and things like that you apply it completely differently than when you Mm -hmm. take on spiritual knowledge spiritual Mm -hmm. knowledge is only assimilated through beliefs not through Mm -hmm. the knowing Because there are things we can know, but not know that we know it. And what that means is there are things that we all know deep within, but until we really believe it, own it, and apply it, okay, we're never Mm -hmm. going to be able to experience that wisdom and that knowledge. What I'm getting from you is is a lot of the information is getting stuck in your left brain thinking, and it is it stems all the way back from your childhood and you are left with a lack of self belief and self love yeah right exactly and that true. that is that's all that's all but that's all that it is there are no other problems for you um there's no other issues is that you just don't believe in yourself because nobody nurtured you into believing in yourself the circumstances of your past left yeah. you with very maladaptive self beliefs okay so now the intellectual part of you which by the way is your coping mechanism you like to jump mm-hmm. into the intellect because mm-hmm. you feel more in control there okay um, but yeah. that's in your left brain intellect is Mm -hmm. in your left brain thinking intuition emotions uh self-nurturing and creativity are in your right brain and your heart takes on the right brain set of beliefs but you know what Mm -hmm. when you have bad self-beliefs your defense mechanisms are going to keep you from going there so it keeps you in your left brain the the difference you're only eight inches eight inches Mm -hmm. away from changing your entire life and what i mean by that is bringing it out of your left brain thinking into your heart And once you start believing and having, you need to reparent little Parisia 
and let her know how wonderful she really is. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, you you have all this knowledge and you can pride yourself in that knowledge, certainly. But you know what? Little Parisian doesn't know that she's wonderful and beautiful and smart and that she deserves love and that she deserves success. And once mm-hmm. you, you tap into that, you're going to be offering it to the rest of the world, by the way, because you are meant to be a helper. Um, you are yeah. meant to take all the knowledge that you have and use it to help other people. Um, so, so yes, continue to to learn, continue to go. That's what we were just talking about, Kathleen and I, and she's going to be talking about the advantage of going to seminars. Actually go where there's more people. Find yourself yeah. a spiritual center, Parisia, because... And what Kathleen is going to share about the advantage of groups and going to summits versus just reading a book and doing an online course is going to be very meaningful. Okay, you need to find others who are experiencing some of the same stuff. So you don't feel alone. So you feel energized. And it's easier to believe in yourself when there's others there turning around and and validating your goodness. Okay? But we don't need others to find our divinity and our greatness. You need to expand your self-belief systems, not your education. Do you understand the difference with that? Your self-belief systems are what you need to work on. And and here is the greatest thing about I'm sorry, I'll, I'll let you hold that thought, hold that thought. Here is the greatest thing about that. We don't need to have achieved anything to have value. We come from a divine, powerful source <laughs> that makes us magnificent to start with. And no human's opinion of us defines who we are. Do you understand all of that, Parisia? Yes, yes. It actually resonates with me completely. And um, I do believe in every single thing that you mentioned. Um, and, and you actually nailed it. It, it was absolutely right. Um, I guess uh, what I really don't understand is how to love myself. Oh, wow. That's an issue for me. Okay. Uh, Okay. I don't mean to interrupt you only because I want to be able to spend more time with Kathleen here. All right. Do you have children, Parisia? No, I'm not. Okay. Married. I don't have. To right. Yeah. Is, See, so that is one. That is the reason why you're asking that question. Yeah. If you had a child, you would never <laughs> have to ask, how do I love this child? It comes naturally to you. So yeah. I need you to step into the divine female of who you are and get to the nurturing mm-hmm. aspect of who you are. And I want you to separate emotionally little Parisia, the little girl inside of you, and start re-raising her and telling her as a mother what she should know about herself. And I promise you this, 
You'll know what to say to her if you look at her like your child. You will know because that's an instinct. That's an intuition. You praise her. You let her know that even if she makes a mistake, it's okay. That she'll do better the next time. And that mistakes give opportunities for growth. And that she's a good person. That she's really not hurt anybody. Think of her as your own daughter. And she's a daughter who's hurt who's been abandoned, who's been um, rejected in ways. And, and you need to let her know how wonderful she is. Now, do you know how to do that? Well, uh, honestly, no, not exactly. I have an idea, but um, I'm not sure if <laughs> I know. Then go way. out and get a puppy or a kitten. And start loving it so you know what love is and then start applying that to yourself. It really is a simple process once you start it. It's a hard practice because of the habits we get into. But I know you're a divine woman and you have that within you. So I know you know how to give a child love. You just have to give it to you and not like your parents did better than your parents did. (laughs) You know what? We don't need to step into a fire to know that it's going to burn. There are wonderful things about the human side of us because of things we know. We don't have to experience everything. And the one thing we don't have to experience to know what it is, is love. Because we come from love, we're made of love, we are love. So Parisa, tap into that part of you, (laughs) tap into what you know of love and start applying it to you. Okay, hon? Okay, thank you. All right, you're very welcome. Thank you for joining us today. Yes, thank you. And uh, you're welcome. Um, Kathleen, do you have anything to add to that, by the way? Well, the only thing that I would add to it, it was just a reminder that I was given the other day, and that was when I'm speaking about something that I'm either disappointed or frustrated about. My friend said, until now, until now, words have weight. And so we have to be very careful about I'm trying, I'm working hard, I'm, and, and it's not working until now. Uh, that, that's a good point. Thank you so much, Kathleen. Appreciate it. Sure. That's beautiful, Kathleen. Thank you, Parisa, for joining us. And you keep listening, hon. You'll get there. You'll get there. Thank you so much. I love it, too. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Okay, Kathleen, please share what you were telling me about the advantage because a person like Parisia, who is very isolated, also culturally, I didn't get a chance to talk about culturally, um, her cultural mm-hmm. background that I was getting was very restrictive and very non-emotional. So when when you think of a person not knowing how to love themselves or love, period, you go, wow, how can you not know how to love? But people can be isolated from it. So what then is the advantage of being together, you know, at one of these events? Tell me about that. You know, we can watch all the videos, listen to all the audios. We can read all of the books. But we're in, that, that puts us alone. That makes us alone. And when we're together in the same room and we can elbow our friend or, or our acquaintance next to us when something touches our soul, or we can grab a hug between sessions, we have people that have been coming to our events for the last five years. 
and they have developed lifelong friendships across all of the miles. We have people coming from 23 different countries. And when we are in the same space, we spiral up together. If I'm going up fast, I'll pull someone along with me. If someone next to me is going up fast, they'll pull me along with them. And it's, it's a really, I, you know, magic is, is overused, but it's a really magical opportunity to be in the same space. It's a lot of information in one weekend. <clears throat> Pardon me. But it's, but it's an opportunity because we are all energy, because our auras extend out 10 to 12 feet we are contagious when we are being inspired so we pull people along with us and it is as i said it's absolutely magical to be in the same space i i totally agree with you i love mm-hmm. live events because of that um the power that i can help get the room i i love being part of that that inspiration and then people feed off of each other and they feed off of each other everybody has to understand our connection to each other too um not just physically because we're humans but energetically because we're spiritual and we and spirits and we come from the same place and the same energy source and so when the positive is being raised with inside of us it's the same thing as the positive being raised within another person it's it the opposite is this is just as true when negative is raised look at how at rallies and we've been able to see that across the united states alone um over the past couple of years people can be at rallies and they're saying all these negative things and and people's anger starts to become enraged and people can become violent because of it i mean we see that very clearly in a negative way don't we kathleen we do. It's a feeding frenzy. It's an energetic yes. feeding frenzy. And so why not choose to be in a space where we can have conversations like we just did with each other and one person can say, I've been there, here's what I do. Or, you know, have, have brilliant conversations about, you know, what do I do about this? Well, here, I've got this, or so-and-so has this over here, let's go talk to her. Let's go grab a hug and let's go and let's go get information from from so and so at the event. It's it's just so powerful. It's it's um, so we can have yeah. a feeding frenzy on uh, in our higher vibration. With without a doubt, and it's it ra- actually is very indescribable. Um, I challenge everybody who's listening today and who's going to be listening to this podcast. Uh, I challenge you all to go to a weekend, a summit, a summit like Soul Summit Scottsdale. I challenge you to do that and be present. Uh, there's a reason why these events are so successful. Okay, um, it is we really all would if we could live in a love commune and the reason why we would is because that's the way we were in the beginning we were one big giant family there weren't individual families they were big families 13 year old children were having babies to add to that community we talked about this before and so 
when we get back together at one of these events, it's reminding us of the community we have. The love that is shared, that is what creates the higher energy. When you start feeling good about yourself and you're inspired, your energy rises and that's love within you that's rising. And the moment that that starts to rise and another person is rising, it immediately connects. It, it really is an unbelievable, I can't, you can't describe it. All I can tell people is to just go experience it. So can you give more details about this particular summit? And uh, you have worked so hard. I'm sure you put in as much work on every single one of these projects that you do, Kathleen. Uh, But because I'm involved in this one, I I can see the work that you're doing. So tell us about it. What, what, What is so beneficial about this particular summit? Well, this particular summit, we will have a vendor lane in our foyer with uh, carefully vetted psychics and mediums and healers that will be available for private sessions. We will also have five sessions within the summit of the 17 that you can choose from that will be readings, mediumship and psychic from some of the top mediums and psychics in the world. Our our psychic mediums, Suzanne Giesman and Suzanne Wilson are scientifically authenticated uh, through through the consciousness studies of Dr. Gary Schwartz. And we've got John Holland, and we've got you. And we've got um, opportunities. You're You're going to teach us how to speak to the animals. My dog is sick right now. I would love to have taken that before she got sick so that I can find so because she can't tell me what's wrong. But the, but the um, and then you're going to do a workshop. Uh, we're going to have four workshops where people can dive in deeper and uh, to to Suzanne Giesman's work, to your work, to become unstoppable and to understand your true potential. We we are living in a in a world that is probably more chaotic right now than ever before, and we have a tendency to be to feel so barraged, especially those of us who are empaths so barraged by everything that's going on around us that we have a tendency to put our blinders on and we have a tendency to back off or to get involved in places that aren't serving our soul. And so what I, what I uh, hope to accomplish with having these luminaries at this summit in the same space, and it won't happen again probably here in Scottsdale with George Nury, John Holland, you, Suzanne Giesman, Suzanne Wilson, and um, the rest, and Howard Martin, the EVP of HeartMath, it probably won't happen again. So that's why I encourage people to come. And if you can only come for one day, we just launched day passes. We have three meals included in the summit so that uh, you don't have to worry about where you're going to get lunch or where you're going to get your, your dinner on Saturday night. You'll be with us. You'll be in the same room with George Nury and John Holland presenting. George and, wow. and John will each take the stage three times. Wow. I, and I don't want to interrupt, but I need you to give out your information. How can people contact you or the summit to know what's going on? People can call me. My number is 602-799-1617. Our website is soul scum, I'm sorry, soulsummitscottsdale.com. Um, they, they're welcome to email me at Kathleen at sundanceonsuccess.com 
We, uh, well, that so un- unbelievable. Right. Ra- I'm so sorry that we have to end this. I want to continue talking with you, but thank you all for joining. And they can go to my website at vincentjenna.com to also see the info there. Kathleen, you're incredible. You do incredible work, and you work so hard to give it out to others. Thank you all for joining me today. See you again soon. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Life is hard, and sometimes you need a little help and guidance. I'm Laura West, host of a Guided Life podcast, and I believe that help is all around us. We just have to ask for it. The universe has a way of guiding us forward with the help of our past loved ones, angels, spirit guides, and ascended masters. On the podcast, I love to explore these ideas with incredible guests and let people know that they are never alone. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you can join me on this journey. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm network and wherever you get your podcasts.